Some films are mediocre Some films aren't good or bad Some films won't win an Oscar Globe, BAFTA, or a SAG You like those flicks? Come get your fix In a podcast called Mixed Bag Hello, boys! And welcome to Mixed Bag Where we review the mixed, muddled, meh and mediocre films of film history. I'm James from the land of theatricals. I'm Cassandra from the land of crafts. And I'm Matt from the land of tea spilling. Not, <laughs> not, not the water, not that's the just hot. Not the consumption, but mm. the... Uh... Ted Lasso joke, Ted Lasso joke. Oh. Ooh. All right, how are we? How are we? How's the tea? What's Good. the tea? What is the tea? What is the tea? Um, yeah, it's just things are going well. I feel like we just recorded the last one. I think it's because we had such a long hiatus before yeah. last episode, and we then did. we're now back on regular schedule. Yeah, yeah, we're getting um, a regular fix of Kira. Yeah, mm-hmm. mm, and we're we're the penultimate episode. I know yeah. the five nights, the fourth yeah. night. It's been a journey. It's yeah. been a lot more than five yeah. nights, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. But yeah, it's been it's been good. How fitting that the fourth night we discuss the four realms. Yeah. More on that later. Mm. But before we get there, we need to to consume something a little light and airy, and discuss the other popular entertainment that has been enriching our lives with. Pop, 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 popcorner. Oh, that was quick. We got, we got, <laughs> we got in, there. in there. In and yeah. out. This is going to be a short episode, I think. Maybe. Maybe not. Well, we'll see. We've said that before. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, James, you, you you wanted to go first. All what right. Are you, what are your popcorn? Yeah, I'll crack comments? into it. Okay, well, um, during this kind of lockdown kind of time, depending on whatever alert level that you're in, um, the streaming services are a welcome kind of boon. Today, we are listening to... Uh, we watched um, Nutcracker in the Four Realms on Disney+. Plus, and uh, I got introduced to another streaming uh, service that um, is something more tailor-made to me rather than um, one of your fellow hosts. It's called <laughs> Shudder, um, which is... Oh, okay. uh, tailored uh, specifically for horror films Um, and I signed up for that for yeah 30 days free and I checked out the movie Host which was made um, purely on Zoom um, and because I had heard it was highly recommended and I would absolutely recommend this film this is such a fun scary ride and it is uh, um, five five or so friends like um getting in touch um with someone who can kind of conduct a seance to like talk to the beyond and they're all Mm. kind of just doing silly buggers and then um something happens things start to go awry um and it's great because it it really kind of highlights the um like the like unflattering nature of zoom when you're kind of chatting like uh and and it doesn't feel too like hokey or um uh kind of uh yeah just kind of indulgent it it, it feels like it's tailor-made for that kind of platform i never know when to look like do i look at myself i know or do i look at the other it's weird Mm. so because when i look at myself then i'm just like looking down it's weird (laughs) like i hate it well and then because the grin is different for other people like yeah, I know. No one's looking at anyone. Yeah, anyway. and it's like if you want to make eye contact with somebody, you should be looking at the camera, but exactly, then you can't yeah. see anybody. So. Well, that's the thing. You want to see if you look cute or not, but then the moment mm. you look, 
the angle is weird, so you think you look unflattering when yeah. really yeah. you should be looking ahead. That's a good question because I know, like, like for self. That's the real well, horror, right yeah, there. It's the, yeah, it's the, the right side. About age. <laughs> yeah, where, where do we look? Because um, with selfies, I'm seeing a lot more that people are like taking photos of themselves with couples, uh, with each other, and then <laughs> couples. With, or like couples just taking random photos. couples. <laughs> hey, a couple. Can I have a couple. photo of you? Um, but they're looking at their phone. Like, it's in, like, a mirror, and they're looking at their phone that they're taking the photo with. What? <laughs> what do you okay, mean? Okay, so, like... Instead of looking at the mirror, they're looking at the phone. Is that yeah, what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, So they're not trying to connect with the camera anymore. They're just going... And well, James is modelling this for us visually, which yeah. obviously means nothing to you at home. <laughs> but you understand that, right? <laughs> right. Like, yeah, I kind of get it. And I'm like, yeah. surely that eyeline should be unengaging because we're not getting any like connection yeah, with the person. But the thing is, it's kind of like distant and you want to, mm. you know, you, you're like, what is the story? What's the deal? Yeah, what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. And they're in their own narcissist like thing. Because, well, like if you're in a bathroom, that's not a welcoming space. Yeah. yeah. So like if you're outside, then like you look at the camera, you're all smiles. I'm ready. I'm open. I'm ready. You, in the bathroom? bathroom, you're just like you need some alone. You kind of yeah. In the bathroom, it's like I don't care. I'm just gonna look. It's it's very kind of like it's just woke candid. up like this. Yeah, yeah, candid. Yeah, yeah, it's me time. So mm, whereas yeah. if you're looking in the mirror or like tr- mirrored like to the camera, I think it's too much. Like hello, I'm right here. Yeah, and I guarantee you that is like their twenty fifth shot that mm. they yeah. put up. So yeah. It has to look effortless in the bathroom. I love looking back. Well, I don't. I mean, it's ridiculous. When you look back at old kind of photos and you're like trying to get a photo right. And there's, yeah, there's so many. There's so many. That's James, why I don't do it James all the James never time. deletes the old ones as well. So if you scroll oh back on his phone, you can Be just like, see that's like a horror movie right there. Yeah. Camera roll. <laughs> Camera roll sounds good. Although one time I did have many photos of Cruella de Vil featured by did, yeah. my friend uh, Matt, uh, which was great. It was such a good costume that we had to... Oh, just right. And Halloween's coming up. Halloween yeah. is coming up. Spooky. Yeah, I think of costumes, assuming that we have an event to go to, which I don't know. We're if we popular. Do. We have friends. Yeah, okay, definitely. Yeah. We all have a friend. Yeah. Um, uh, so uh, some of my other discoveries. So yeah, absolutely recommend Host. Keen to like check out their kind of back catalog. Um, um, how would it compare to other Host movies, like The Host or the one with Sir Sharon? I haven't seen that one. Um, I think it's. <laughs> I've I've seen The Host. It's quite different. Yeah. Um, there is not as much like uh commentary on uh the rich and poor uh as as bong joon ho's the host um i i don't know how it compares to other there's apparently one called unfriended as well which is also oh. about being online I and I'm, I'm very keen to see what's the john cho one searching searching, searching. Um, yeah, yeah that's that's like so fun oh cool it's not very smart but it's a lot of fun yeah and that's what they say about me too <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, some of the other uh, things that I've been watching uh, are uh, I uh, encountered kind of moving from horror to dystopia as uh, Netflix has dropped a recent uh, uh, yeah um, uh, Korean film talking of of Television the host series. Television. Film. yeah film well it's essentially a six hour film like yeah. Barry Jenkins <laughs> talks about. Um, the Underground Railroad. Uh, no, it's not six hours, it's nine this hours. This is like is a huge sensation. Mm. Yeah. I feel like we will see a few of these in Halloween. Mm. Yeah. Wait, you should say what it is. What is? Oh, we're talking about Squid Game. <laughs> and just like you guys, I could just see both of your brains rocketing down the track <laughs> yeah, to having a conversation without actually giving anyone any context for what you're talking They'll about. They'll know. They yeah. know. No, they get it. it. They'll get it. Netflix, dystopia, 
it's right there. there you I go. haven't seen it, but I'm very excited. It looks a it's, lot of fun. It's good fun. So if you don't know, uh, Squid Game is a yeah a South Korean um, TV show about um, how a group of people get put into uh, this mysterious uh, kind of environment where they have to compete uh, in these um, children's games, and if they fail, then they will be shot and killed. Um, <laughs> and it's kind of this battle royale, um, Hunger Games kind of experience, and uh, they're trying to figure out like what is the sinister organization operating this and you meet all of the characters and it's just kind of that one of those um uh endlessly uh engaging thing of seeing how human nature breaks down under extraordinary circumstances and what kind of person you really are underneath everything wow which is um, you know it's the deep things (laughs) it's like why are we here should i fuck this person over by pushing them and it'll be a sensor and i'll be shot what is the squid what is the squid i am curious i've not seen so far there has not seemed to be any squid at least in my (laughs) the few episodes of this that i've Uh, watched there has not seemed to be a squid so so it opens um, up with a um with an explanation of what squid game is oh is it like a name of a game yeah okay and so i imagine is there a game within the game maybe um but it is beautifully kind of designed and immaculate um all of the the staff um wear these um strange masks of triangles circles and squares there's Mm. a master kind of games there's a game master uh who wears this uh kind of kind of like a geometric face yeah um and uh every one of the games which i've seen about I've seen about six episodes so far of like nine um they're in these like beautifully like bright um uh, over the top kind of environments um yeah it, yeah i love the genre the genre of game yeah. in movies is always fun mm. especially when there's a risk element to it yeah. yeah and it's great that um one of the things that i've been uh, finding quite refreshing is like i was expecting it to like run through the games fairly kind of quickly but um you get to see the world outside of um what they're kind of living in it's a bunch of gamblers that have been brought into this so in a an incredible amount of debt and so when people die the the pot kind of increases um and so you get to see their life outside of it um uh, i guess minor spoilers for it like after the first game they they do this vote and if the majority wishes to leave they do leave right this is kind of giving me like anime because like sometimes they have like these whole tournaments like mm. <laughs> and stuff like that's a whole premise of the show it's just like yeah tournaments and then like the second season is like international tournament like well, you know the, very beyblade kind of yeah, tease, yeah. Like. and the cool thing about it is um as opposed to like hunger games where it's maybe a little bit more like on rails like they they've, they've introduced this kind of plot of like what is the like there's a character that becomes like a mole um that is able to like within the staff to like figure out how the whole operation kind of runs so you're getting to see like it yeah, feels the kind ins of, and outs of it. Uh, yeah, it feels Hunger Gamesy, and I guess like Battle Royale is obviously the the er version of this yeah. sort of you know people fight to the death thing. Mm. But it's also got a strong like Black Mirror kind of feel to it, which yeah. is quite interesting. Um, I think perhaps including the yeah the staff elements and and the seeing the behind the scenes aspect of it. I think yeah yeah, and that interest in in human nature. Yeah, um, and I think there is that kind of social commentary through it as well, similar to like. Jin Ho's work where it is like about the massive kind of inequality of these mm. kind of people and how the games kind of they say oh we're trying to have this everyone gets equal kind of rights in this game but in reality like some people are going to get fucked over just because of the rules of the game um yeah I really recommend it rules of the game also a very good film um, <laughs> by Renoir um my uh, final uh, I was just gonna oh, say yeah. I better see these damn costumes in Halloween last year <laughs> I was like 
it's going to be the Tiger King year. And I did not see any Tiger Kings. Yeah. <laughs> I was prepared to be like over it. But you know what? It was the other way around. I was yeah. like, come on, girls and guys. Well, this is <laughs> quite quite an easily achievable. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Like, like, yeah. The green jumpsuits and then the red you of the stuff. numbers. You just need yeah. to be Asian. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like, you know, like you could do the X's and the triangles and, the, totally. you know. The, you know, wear a sock. Like, yeah. It could be that doll a, a triangle that they face. do. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, the the red light green light um, doll, yeah. um, which I know is like Nana's keys or something, where you have to run and then mm. the person turns around. Um, yeah, great fun, super gory and bloody as well, which is it's uh, I don't know, I get a, a sick thrill out of that. Um, and finally, another Netflix release that is coming up is Neil Gaiman's The Sandman is finally coming after a long hiatus. Uh, hiatus. Uh, or like stop and uh, a long start. development pro- process. Yeah, yeah. Um, where Joseph Gordon-Levitt like was attached, and then he left the project because of creative differences. He was going to be writing, directing, and playing Morpheus, <laughs> um, which I just mm. honestly did not see at all because Morpheus is this strange, like alien kind of Bowie-like character, and I just don't see that from Joe. <laughs> Joe has just got such a poor self-conception of who he is as a performer. Like, he just, like, he just does not seem to understand what his appeal is. (laughs) No, he doesn't. But, you know. Yeah. Whatever. Few actors so poor at weaponizing their own star persona. (laughs) He was very, he was very internet boyfriend for, like, a good But he didn't want to do, he didn't weaponize that. He didn't want to do any of that. He could have. He could have just caused, he could have done so many other projects using that as his, anyway. And he fits into a whole bunch, like, he, he, and stop loss he was like the army dude and it's like okay cool i can Look, see i that. don't remember joseph gordon levitt anything that he's done since the dark knight rises like mm-hmm. and even then you know like he was hot for a good minute and i'm just like we well, gotta what see happened? His, his seminal work don john uh, <laughs> I, i've seen don john yeah. yeah yeah you know who slayed scarlett johansson she was such a good yeah I just she enjoy was that role. she was like the villain of the piece yeah like anyway um uh, it's out. It's coming out. There's a, a, sh- a short um, uh, trailer of it featuring Charles Dance trying to capture a dream, uh, and it got me inspired because uh, I realised that I think last time I talked about loving fantasy, and uh, I read this. Um, it's originally a comic book series by Gaiman, um, and with individual illustrators and, and inkers and colorists. So I decided to invest in. Oh, and he here it is. He's here is the he's presenting it to us. The tome. James, do you want to like put it down in a way that it will have a heavy thud? So uh, that, that was me can... flipping through the pages. Um, let me try. Okay, here. Here it is, dropping it from a from a short distance. Here we go. All right, three, two, one. That's it's very heavy. Yes, is what we're saying. Uh, it's called the Sandman Omnibus, um, and it collects. And it's volume one out of three. And this spanned for like many, many years. And it collects uh, the Sandman 1 to Sandman 20 of, um, uh, like, these individual graphic novels, I think, uh, of of the Sandman. Well, there, there is. Uh, I don't think it's, this isn't like 20 whole books worth, but it kind of does kind of feel it when you hold it. Oh, it's thick. It's a big, uh, heavy black omnibus, which is, um, yeah, good fun. Even the, the sides of the, the pages are... Uh, uh, um, <coughs> black. Um, yeah, and I definitely recommend it. It's it's about um, the character of Dream and the characters of the Endless, who are uh, death, uh, delirium, desire. Um, well, uh, alliteration. Yeah, and there's a whole team. There's a couple more. Um, Gwendolyn Christie is going to be playing Lucifer um, in it, which I'm really excited about. And uh, yeah, it'll be coming out uh, shortly. 
Um, <coughs> so it got me, it reminded me of being a, I don't know, a 17 year old reading through those and getting inspired because it's a really beautiful kind of arc. So I'm curious to see how they, how they do. Amazing. That's it from me. It's very thick. I know. It's like, a, you know, get sucked into it. It's a big heavy it. book. Yeah. Yeah. Big book. How about y'all? What have you been consuming? Uh, I'll go quickly because I have done like nothing um, in the past two weeks. I don't know. I feel like I have read, watched very little. Like I haven't finished a book, the book that I was um, uh, starting, I think, last time. So that's, you know. But I've watched a little bit of uh, reality television, I guess. We've watched the latest season of The Circle, which we've already talked about many times on this podcast. I've also been watching uh, The Great British Sewing Bee, which is yeah. very much The Great British Bake Off, except sewing. Like it's yeah. the exact formula of The Great British Bake Off. I don't know um, if sewing bee is, is the way to go. Well, it's very specifically not a design show, which is quite interesting right. in the ways that they are like, this is not a Project Runway style thing. There is no real like okay, design so, element so to what it. Do they just make it? And... So yeah, it's like the first, there's three challenges and it's actually quite well um, organized the way that they organize these challenges. So the first one is um, kind of like your technical bake and bake off where mm. you have um, everybody gets the same pattern. And so then they're all making it, choosing the mm. fabrics and like choosing the little, you know, fastenings and things like that. Mm. And it's about their skill in putting that pattern together. So mm-hmm. their technical sewing ability um, and it's all judged blind. Um, the oh, that one no that one's not judge blind that one you, you do you people come and um, they sort of watch you doing it and go like oh stretchy fabric that's not a decision I would have made it's the transformation um, and then the second one, one is the one that they judge that's blind which is they give you things like oh you're going to get some sleeping bags and you're going to have to turn them into a children's Halloween costume which has oh, to be food cool. themed oh, and okay. so, <laughs> uh, which was one of the challenges which was very uh, specific but yeah so then it's like you've got an hour to yeah. make something out of this other thing and then the final one it's like basically you get to bring in a pattern from home so it's similar mm-hmm. to the like signature bake yeah, well, the yeah, showstopper yeah. bake and, and bake off where it's like you've got time to, to practice it yeah. um and to practice it with different fabrics and you you know you're just given like a, sh- a men's shirt like a holiday shirt was right. one of them so it's like all of them have different patterns that they're working to for different mm. styles of shirt but there's no obligation to have designed that pattern right it is just like <laughs> I'm using this pattern from the 50s and I'm choosing this fabric. So it's very interesting in how they're separating like sewing skills as like technical sewing ability from design. Because like if you think about like if you're watching like a design challenge on like drag race where they're just like hot gluing stuff together but it might look really cool yeah um it's sort of the opposite of that where they're going through it's about the sewing it's about their skill set where they're looking at like the seams are they even like this color is like skew with the raw edges the raw edges haven't been they haven't managed to finish doing this the hems the buttons are so it's like very much it's and it's so it's much more that cozy british (laughs) style of thing yeah i'm just it's 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 so weird that they've just like done the bake-off pattern for yeah um, that one there's the pottery one there's yeah Yeah. Yeah. so this one is like there's a few which are bake-off similar this one is the same exact Mm. formula because it's made by the bbc as well of course so they've just taken all of the exact like elements of bake-off and just transplanted them um so i would say if you enjoy bake-off then this is also a very cozy show that you would probably Mm. enjoy it's just lots of like sewing little bits on you don't really need to pay much attention to it when you're watching <laughs> it everybody seems very nice and yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's sweet yeah. they all have fun it's a gregarious host you know yeah. with some bad jokes but, that's but kind yeah of just like stupid puns that's how they that's how they do it yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah um but yeah i don't really have huge amounts other than that to, to report so i'll move on to matt 
Yeah, I know I haven't been doing a lot of consuming in the last couple of weeks as well. We've had a couple of sunny days, so I've been spending some days outside. Love it. For us, daylight yeah. savings happened between oh this my podcast God. Yeah. and this, this, this current one. I've either been outside or hungover inside or, <laughs> you know, just not consuming stuff. But um, I do want to talk about uh, a couple of things that happened. So the Emmy Awards happened mm-hmm. um, a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, cheers to Ted Lasso. Mm. That's that's one Swift. for me. Yeah. I also enjoy the wins for um, Gene Smart and Hacks, Kate Winslet and Mary V. Stown, Michaela Cole, and I May Destroy You, and the winner is me. <laughs> this is your, like, I'm presenting the Emmy's voice. Yeah, I don't know. Do. I kind of called up to host I an just, occasion. I was, like, listing <laughs> the names, and then I was just getting into the rhythm, and, you know, it's just a bit of fun, you know? Yeah. Um, there was some, like, eye-rolling eye um, decisions, like, uh, not rewarding Michael K. Williams um, for Lovecraft Country. Mm. Uh, and the, uh, the Crown and Queen's Gambit won a lot, right? Queen's well. Gambit won, I think it won what it deserved to win, which is, like, directing and series. Um, but the guy who created Queen's Gambit, when he got up there and received his Emmy, he talked for 84 years, um, <laughs> and it was, it was a whole thing, and everyone hated him, and it was such a solve when Michaela Cole came up and accepted her award, and then, you know, changed speech giving forever, so that's, that's what happened. Um, The Crown actually had a really good season, so I'm like, they deserved it, there was no big competition, it was the first series win for Netflix, so for they finally have one. Yeah. After, you know, like other... Being nominated for many different... <laughs> well, it's funny because Amazon won a couple. Yeah. Hulu won one. Yeah. Apple TV won for Ted Lasso like minutes before Netflix <laughs> so they can say that they've won they a won series of Emmy. Wow. Before Netflix as well. That's so pretty it was crazy. pretty funny. Um, but it was wild that Olivia Coleman won when she actually was... Like, the queen was barely in oh. the season. Like, the, hmm. the, the one who was expected to win was... Emma Corrin, who played Diana. Yeah. And the Charles equivalent, Josh O'Connor, won. So I was like, yeah. that's wild. <laughs> like, mm. um, yeah, but, she'd be like, why did you do this? I don't know. Yeah, but then, of course, as she does, Olivia gave a lovely speech about her father and um, oh, dying. Nah. And, you know, we love her. Even though <laughs> so, she. Just the way you say, father, dying. Oh, father, yeah. dying. The father, Both yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but my highlight was Hannah Waddingham's speech from... Yeah. <laughs> That's the only part of the Emmys that I've seen. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah, and yes, give West End Broadway... I mean, West End Broadway actors... West, West End, End music actors. actors a chance. The, uh, I was oh. kind of watching this, like, uh, to the side uh, while I did other things, and yeah, unmuting and stuff like that, and then most of it was unengaging. But the moment that I saw that I really liked was Seth Rogen <laughs> walked in and was like, Oh my God, they said this was outdoors. This is so not outdoors. <laughs> None of us are wearing masks. This is fucked. <laughs> apparently, I, the Emmys were very angry about that. Also, he looked very good. I love Seth Rogen. What a nice guy. Have you seen Seth Rogen's pottery? Yes. Yeah. yeah and also, it just makes it. Anyway, like... for those that haven't seen it, just check out his Twitter. He just posts like just different vases. That yeah. He's yeah made. He just it's says, very sweet. Pottery. Yeah. He's got his own line of weed. <laughs> like, you know, he's a business. He's, oh. But that feels like that's more like. Part of his brand, yeah. as opposed to like avant garde pottery, yeah. doesn't seem like it's part of the existing Seth Rogen brand. Well, it's and that's funny. What's interesting to me. I saw that Snoop Dogg actually released a line of um, wine, wine yeah. recently, and I was like, that that's just like. 
like a bit okay, off center. Like, sure. like I thought you would release a line of weed. And you I mean, may he's have. done cookbooks yeah. already. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. I f- and you know, not like weed related cookbooks, yeah. just like cookbooks that he did. Yeah. That's it's right. The, with, uh, the, the Martha story. Because yeah. yeah. Martha yeah. being the woman who got arrested. Rude. <laughs> she owns a vineyard. I know. Until recently. That's what I believe. I reckon that that Seth Rogen turn happened very fast with um. What's it called? Uh, late night. Last night. Late night was good. Last night. The one with Charlize. L- late night. No, the one where she was running for president. What's it called? Long shot. Long, Long shot. shot. It happened like <laughs> then onwards. It was just this like meteoric rise. Can you have a meteoric rise? No. No. Um, she, he went you from can. schlub to like you know. Yeah. This People being like, like, oh yeah, he's hot. Yeah, and it just was like, and over he's the, the, the well, he has the personality to back it up as yeah. well. Like he seems like a really fun dude. Like, yeah. And he's, he's a got, nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> and he's distanced himself. We like yeah. Frank. He seems nice. So. <laughs> yeah, he seems nice. I really loved him in Longshot. Like, he's good. Yeah. He's I great. love he's an, very charming, an odd, you know, yeah. romantic co- comedy couple. couple. Yeah. Um, and also the Tonys happen. I'm happy about a couple of things, like Denny Burston finally winning his... Look, Tony. We love Lois, Lois Smith, Smith getting a, getting mm. a Tony. Um, Aaron, David Allen Greer. Aaron got his. <laughs> Aaron didn't didn't get no confidence out of an award, which would have been very funny. But, but no, Cass, we were happy you, for him. Would you like to so, say why we're not happy? Yeah, about so the we're Tonys. not happy because Slave Play, which is a very good play, I would strongly uh, recommend you reading, but caused a lot of controversy because it was it's very provocative. Um, and very specifically provocative in a way that caused, I think, a lot of pro- like drama for people that had not seen or read it. Um, <laughs> and anyway, uh, it got nominated. So the Tony nominators and the Tony voters are different people, apparently. Mm. Um, and so Slave Play was nominated in 12 categories, which broke all of the like Tony records, records. Yeah. Mm. Um, and it won zero of them, <laughs> which wow. is kind of astounding. You know, yeah, like just just the fact, none at all, especially since it was such a kind of slim pickings for both plays mm. and musicals this year. Like, there was probably more in the plays field. Oh but yeah, one hundred percent. Like yeah, that the fact that um, Christmas Carol on Broadway won like lots of the technical yeah. things over it wasn't even nominated and, for best play or and, best revival or yeah play. and whatever the, it was. the inheritance which like technically is written by a playwright of color mm. but is about white well, cis gays what, yeah. and their problems like exactly. that's that's what the content of the inheritance is it's like a big ensemble cast about eighty percent of which are like white gay men yeah and the the people of color just like a peripheral characters, yeah. Um, and so it, it feels familiar. like an extremely safe Broadway friendly choice. I was, and like, it's just the fact that these two things for that one to win best play over slave play, which is is daring, provocative, and scary. I think in a in a way that um, yeah, your traditional Broadway play doesn't tend to be. It's just a classic like Tony's move. I was thinking <laughs> um, it was kind of like the reverse of when Brokeback Mountain lost Best Picture to Crash, where the race one was like the more <laughs> the, the, the the acceptable one. Yeah, but I mean, and, like Slave yeah. Play's also gay. Like, oh, yeah, 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 like, <laughs> like they're both gay. That's plays. true. They, yeah. Like there's like a you know there's a there's, there's both like gay male and that's lesbian true. representation and lesbian, in Slave exactly. Play. I, I do but know that. Yeah. it's just you know not a not as as polite it's not a polite piece of theater um and it yeah it's it's it shook people up um and i think it's yeah it's it's, i think i feel like even if it had won other smaller categories Mm. then like we wouldn't be talking about this now but it's the fact 12 nominations and zero wins feels like side eye like mm, yeah yeah. to me i'm just like (laughs) 
when is Laura Linney gonna win a damn Tony? <laughs> she was supposed to win for my my little foxes. <laughs> for the little foxes. <laughs> A few years ago, but we don't begrudge Laurie Metcalf for her win. Also, it's, I'm just yeah, like, it's Bob me, Odin. Fluttershy, the little <laughs> fox. Bob Odenkirk walks in. He's like, my little foxes, my little foxes. Um, um, especially because, um, look, this is Mary Louise Parker's second Tony, which is fine, but she's also in contention yeah. next year for How I Learned to Drive, which she probably is gonna win again. Isn't that like a like a one two-hander like it's two-hander, mm, yeah, yeah there's yeah. like it's not many people in that right. play yeah yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah right. she did give a nice speech and shout it out laura Look, she seems like a nice lady i do but... she, she wore her mother's like old dress <laughs> oh and it was very cute uh so whatever yeah um at least like if if the if joaquina from slave play would have yeah. won it would have taken joaquina it would have been i would have been excited about she's like yeah she she worked at my uh alma mater at signature theater it was where she sort of got her start when she was like a teenager mm-hmm. um so i feel like i've had to like look through the archives for photos of her nice. enough times that i feel like a connection and also james and i saw her in color purple where she was very good yeah. um nice. but yeah also the funniest thing is just the fact that there were so few musicals in this Tony oh, yeah. there eligible wasn't even, season. There wasn't was... even like a best revival of a yeah, musical. Yeah, because they and didn't also, have one. Again, poor Lightning Thief musical. Oh, Lightning Thief which deliberately no, snubbed. Everyone was like, no. I am not nominating this, even though it's the only one. Not even like for lighting design You're or something. nothing, like, Lightning what, Thief the musical. And all the musicals nominated were like jukebox musicals, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I think there was a best score and it was a play. Yeah. yeah, I think it went to because it was Moulin Rouge, Tina Turner, and um, and uh, Jagged Little Pill, Jagged, which yeah. has been having its own, putting its own controversies oh, yeah, recently. Yeah. So yeah, there's already been a lot of controversy around Jagged Little Pill because there is a central like one of the sort of uh, romantic lead characters in it. It's like a sort of central sort of romantic story. It was originally in out of town tryouts. They had a particular actress that is still carried on into Broadway. This mm-hmm. might have been off Broadway or in out of town tryouts. And in, in those versions of the play, the character was written as non-binary, um, like explicitly mm-hmm. so. And they had this like cis woman actor playing this this character, mm-hmm. and they sort of received some backlash because people were like, "You should really get a non-binary person to play this role." But they really liked this actor, so what they decided to do was then rewrite the character to make the character a Not lesbian the right woman. Which then people were like, oh, so your response to us saying you should include non-binary people is to just write out the non-binary yeah, character. We will erase. Yeah, and I'm like, look, I can understand you've got this feeling, this obligation to this actor who you kind of wrote this character for when you shouldn't have written that character no. for them in the first place. But it's it was really, they were kind of a little bit in a corner, but it still think that that was probably not the right move. Um, so they had that. And then we've just discovered from some other actors who are working on the show that apparently the, the company management is just really terrible a woman that uh, was one of the performers in the show had to go and get like surgery and they wouldn't let her Mm. have time off Mm. the show um and she had to she was like having to and it's emergency surgery yeah Yeah, it was like sort of an ongoing condition she'd have for a while that was was getting worse and worse and she wasn't able to you know she was sort of barely able to function like and she had gotten like a thing oh i could go get the surgery now it's during previews um, and it's like, it's a Broadway, they have understudies. <laughs> like you can... Yeah. And she apparently spoke to her stage manager and then the stage manager had said no. So she decided to go above uh, to the rest of the, the company and then found out the stage manager had never passed on what she'd said to, she'd never asked any of the people up what there. The fuck? So it was, um, yeah, like this thing of, of, 
of having to sort of beg and plead to go and get like medical leave that's like urgent like emergency medical leave so mm. yeah it just seems like a not a great production team mm. supporting that one as yeah. a piece whatever you think about the, the music itself because there seem to be some nice arrangements of the songs in that yeah. show they ought to know but yeah you know. <laughs> Isn't it ironic? Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So cool. I don't know. It's musicals like it's, it's not a great time for musical theatre. Suddenly, after it being a really good time for musical theatre for a few years, suddenly we've just gone whoop and yeah. Broadway, Broadway well, land look, at least. Broadway's back. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what the next year brings. Did you yeah. see Aladdin open for one night and then they close. The cast had a coronavirus. So, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's yeah. They had the same with uh, there's a Back to the Future musical that's just opened in in London that had the same thing where yeah. they they oh, opened. God. They had one actor. They had one actor leave because they had they were ill. Did not say, and everyone's like COVID. <laughs> okay, and then they had so many other people that were ill that they had to close down. And it's like, oh yeah, that that would make sense. Yeah. That would happen. Yeah, yeah. like uh, anyway, people just yeah. just just don't just. just just don't do it um just before we move on i just want to catch up from my last episode where i said i hadn't listened to casey musgrave's new album yet star-crossed um and i like it i do i do like it's no golden hour it's not pageant material either but it's good listening i like it it's like on par with um same trailer different park to me there's like some nice songs i like I, I always like a divorce album, but I think I need more, more messy, hmm. more messy, Casey. Yeah. Um, I feel like but I do enjoy it. I like the songs. It starts on a Camera real big... Roll, yeah, it starts on that. a real big high, and then you're like, you're just waiting for that kind of drop, and I don't know if you fully get it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I like it. I like it. Casey is... I love her. I just love her so much. She's just like the right aesthetic that'll that'll appeal to me. Big Loretta Lynn hair, like in a modern setting. Um, but I also just like briefly, I, I just want to say that I, uh, with all these new releases, I wasn't expecting this album to blow me away. This, this, this album that I listened to, which is my album of the year, and it's by this British rapper called Little Sims and her album... <laughs> And that's her real name. <laughs> I, know, just, I know. Whenever I hear a new rap name, like vast majority of the time, I'm like, oh, is it? Yeah. Her, 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 her al- Sedan? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Where is that from? from? That's from old. That's right. Yeah, Midsize Sedan. No, but Little Yachty is a guy. Little Yachty is, a is guy, an James. actual yeah, um, rapper right. yeah. um, <laughs> who appeared in the circle, which is why he's on top of your mind. That's why he's on top But if you listen to Little Sims, I might be, sometimes I might be introvert. It's the album of the year. It's like listening to, to Good Kid, Mad City for the first time, which a reference some people might get, which is Kendrick Lamar's first oh, album. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so, you know, Kendrick Lamar, a uh, Pulitzer winner for music. It's true. So um, breaking the streak of all classical music, um, Pulitzer winners. So, you know, I am excited to listen to more of Little Sims. And if I can just, you know, spread some love her way. Um, and yes, support female rap. Uh, that's what I'm going to say. And support female stars. Yeah. <laughs> from, from modern music to, to ultimate classical. To old music, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the wow. The struggle to find a segue. <laughs> we are moving to our feature presentation. Feature presentation. 
and not only that this is the second to last time that you'll be able to hear the seminal piece of uh five nights of nightly which does not feature a soundbite from the nutcracker and the four realms which is our film today why are you crying don't you know yes i know exactly I want you to punish me. She is never to set foot in this house again. I know what you think, Cassie. Although Tommy really likes you as a friend. He just doesn't see you that way. You always talk to Peter. You don't like me. I'm not sorry. Iris. From the first moment I met you, your arrogance and conceit, your selfish disdain for the feelings of others made me realize that you were the last man in the world I could ever be prevailed upon to marry. This is wrong. Makes no difference. Five nights of nightly. Gets me every time. Yeah, just just gotta have the moment to to reset after that. Just process. But okay. So, had either of you seen this film before? <laughs> no. no. I didn't think <laughs> but, so. But, but this comes with high recommendation yes. from one of our faves, one of who the... I famously do not know. Ongoing, yeah. <laughs> ongoing friend of everyone on the podcast except Matt, <laughs> Lucas Neal, uh, apparently likes this film. What's the, what's the situation? <laughs> I'm not sure. It yeah, uh, has an interest in this film. It's a long-standing yeah. Well, he definitely stands Kira. In this Stands way, we, we have made film. an offer to Lucas uh, if he wishes to insert a soundbite as to his thoughts, um, we'll drop that here. Hello, boys. Wow, um, that, that was very insightful. So or not there at all. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to add as, as a supporting question uh, Have you, you had any previous association with The Nutcracker as a. As My- a my previous Thanks. association with the Nutcracker is through various, like you know, episodes of shows that are Nutcracker themed. Yeah. Um. So very limited, like a couple of Christmases are yeah, related. Yeah. Like Christmas related, and also there was a show at Bats called Slutcracker, mm. um, which was last. Last year, yeah. last year's okay. Christmas yes, show. Last year. Almost Look, a year time, ago. Time yeah, time is flying. <laughs> um. So yeah, which which you know expanded my knowledge to to the nutcracker but i'm not you know there are some details where i'm like okay yeah yeah i'm very similar uh the only thing that i'd say is i recall like a big massive nutcracker somewhere like outside you know that classic like you know the classic build of the nutcracker with the open mouth big old soldier i I remember it being like terrifying Mm, um they are scary they're like massive and their mouths are like their mouths are like contraptions for cracking nuts with yeah and um yeah and also the various you know musical pieces that you hear very popular very yeah yeah um, yeah, I, you know, I, I grew up with the Nutcracker. I am a big Nutcracker You're like Nutcracker holding stand. court. This I'm holding yeah, yeah. This is going to be Cassandra's Nutcracker corner. Yeah. Um, She's the queen yeah. of this realm. Queen mm. of the realm. Um, so yes, my, I, I did ballet as a child. And so that means that I went to the ballet a lot with my mum when I was a listeners, child. listeners, she does not have fucked up feet. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I got out just before, uh, before point shoes. So, you know, I was, I spared myself. 
Um, but yes, this means that I have seen the Macaulay Culkin version of the Nutcracker, what? Uh, which is uh, a, a filmed production of the um, New York City Ballet's famous thing, which I then later in New York saw the actual New York City Ballet production of the Nutcracker. With Macaulay? But this is the filmed one, and Macaulay Culkin, as a, as a child performer, plays the Nutcracker. I love it. Um, is this pre or post Home Alone? I feel like it's potentially just post mm. but a similar time like you know oh he's a child god. he's got the signature um, look oh my god yeah. post on Malone <laughs> uh, yeah, post Malone's in there as well he's yeah. the rat, the rat yeah, king yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah um, so I grew up watching that on we had this on VHS um, so I watched that a lot as a child mm. and so I was very familiar with the music and I think like, I remember at like kindergarten they would put on like the waltz of the flowers and the yep. kids would run around and dance to it Amazing. and things like that you know that was part of like that and also uh, it's featured in uh, Fantasia I was a very big yes. Fantasia kid as a mm. child so that was also another way that I, I was very much absorbed this music um, so I feel like I, I, I know it's, it's in my blood you know it's in mm. my bones mm. Um, so this is why for today's movie in a minute segment, um, which I'm going to be hosting, um, I've decided, so we're going to probably do, she said host hosting is yeah. <laughs> as we're saying it. Um, we're going to do a movie in a minute for Nutcracker in the four realms, but I'll also do a, a movie in a minute, a, a ballet in a minute for the plot mm. of the Nutcracker by Peter Tchaikovsky. Great. Which one do you um, want to start with? So let's, should four we start realms? with the okay. Nutcracker, the ballet, just okay. to give yeah. some Great. grounding, I think. Sounds good. All right. All right, and Ready? this might not not might not meet a minute. <laughs> this, is, this is a synopsis in sixty a seconds. Of sixty seconds, love it. Ooh. That's great. Three, two, one, go. Okay, so there's a little girl called Clara. She's got a little brother called Fritz. They get invited with their parents to a Christmas party hosted by the mysterious toy maker Herr Drosselmeyer. Uh, he gives her a nutcracker, which is like this type of nutcracker that's a soldier guy with a little uh, mouth lever for cracking nuts. She's delighted. Uh, her little brother breaks it, and she's really mad at him. So then she gets him and bandages the nutcracker up, and then she goes to sleep underneath the Christmas tree. While she's asleep, she shrinks down really small for some reason, and a whole lot Half of mice come and attack including the mouse king uh, the nutcracker also comes to life and she and the nutcracker fight off the mice um, and eventually she uses her slipper to smash and kill the mouse king uh, saving the nutcracker's life the nutcracker is thankful and so she and the nutcracker uh, get into uh, a sled and go to the magic land of sweets uh, where there is the sugar plum fairy and a whole lot of other like personified sweets who do little dances for them and they celebrate and then they fly off in a magic sleigh that's the end Wow. Yeah, four, three, two, one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that second go. half, the magic sweets, that is that is act two. That's the entire act. Yeah, it's just, just sweets, sweets dance for them. Yeah. <laughs> and they're different themes. So who did Macaulay Culkin play? It's a nutcracker. Ah, oh, interesting. So the nutcracker that came to life. It's not yeah. the casting I would envisage. Would you cast Macaulay as Fritz? I don't know. Yeah, Fritz. He seems yeah. like a little stinker. You yeah, know, well, after, he, well at the time he was like, you know, he's like a he's he's a. But he was a ballet dancer. He right? was. It was doing ballet. Well, they're all ballet dancers. Mm. The, yeah, no, but I, I I forgot the Macaulay. Yeah. Uh, um, has that... I will actually make a note though that in the New York City ballet version, which is the version that I saw, her name is Marie for some reason. Not Normally Clara. she's Clara in like every That's other version. That's a weird version. call, but this film definitely won't make those random strange calls. <laughs> yeah. Don't so worry. This one's going to be accurate okay. as hell. So this I'm is sure. going to be in a minute for Nutcracker and the Four Realms. Starting from now. 
There's a little girl called Clara who loves inventing. She has an older sister, Louise, and a younger, sister, a younger brother, Fritz, uh, and her mother has recently died. Her father takes her and her siblings to a big party where her godfather, Drosselmeyer, uh, shows her some inventions and then is, tells her to follow a string into this magic portal where she discovers the land of uh, Christmas or whatever. Uh, there's a guy who is a nutcracker, but we don't know how he's a nutcracker and in what way. Um, and there is the Sugar Plum Fairy, who is Kira Knightley, and two other, like... 36. Realm host people. There's also a, a secret fourth realm that's scary that used to be called the Land of Entertainments, but is now like uh, overrun by rats. And there's a scary one called Mother Ginger there. Uh, she decides to go and retrieve the magic key that is needed for the giant life-giving ray that Kira Knightley seconds. has. And she goes and gets it from Mother Ginger, but then it turns out that Mother Ginger was actually good, and the Sugar Plum Fairy was evil, and she was trying to create an army and zap everybody else into lifeless things. But they fight, and in the end, she wins and beats uh, the Sugar Plum Fairy, and everybody is happy. And she saves the town. Yeah. Yeah. Basically it. There's a lot of other stuff in there. And then she returns home and dances with her dad. There's a lot there's a lot of plot, guys. So don't don't worry. There's a lot. There's a lot of plot. They really they really added to the (laughs) nutcracker. Yeah. Um, and it, that story nuts. really did call. <laughs> it really for. just called for expansion. <laughs> I mean, the we're second all half, clamoring for the expanded <laughs> Nutcracker universe. The second half yeah. of the story does probably need a little bit more. Yeah, well, for I a guess, traditional story. Yeah, that's assuming that anyone should be making <laughs> a film of the Nutcracker. <laughs> Because I don't think that that's a question that we're... we're I don't know if we're anybody anybody wanted this. Like, who is this for? That's a question we might try to answer. Yeah. We, we will. I mean, um, but first, we have to determine... We've got a, a big, big question in front of us. Who is the MVP, most visually pleasing, a.k.a. Hot Butter? <laughs> what? Such a convoluted name. <laughs> but we it stuck. It stuck. <laughs> like butter. Stuck like butter in a pan. Um Ooh. Well, no, that wouldn't stick. <laughs> right. It's look. It's not heated. Yeah. It, you know. Mm. They they are putting the heat on it themselves. Um. So who are people's candidates for? I have for two. Them? Okay. Mm-hmm. I have the classic duo, and I haven't decided yet. Yeah. Mm. Um. There is Kira Knightley as the sugar plum fairy, being very coquettish, being very, you know, she has this really um sexy voice kind of that she's putting on one could call it sexy or, uh, or one could call it quite obnoxious <laughs> but you know she's doing um, it on purpose it's yeah not, yeah not exactly and she looks good and the other one is her uh three-time co-star now yeah i mean two-time in the series but that's three time as far as we as far as we him. know there could be more oh. um matthew mcfadden who looks oh. really good as the dad yeah. Yeah. yeah, I guess he does. He looks good. He looks great. And also... And he's just he selling just, grieving widowers so well. He just so lost well. his wife, <laughs> which is canonically hot, because you want to <laughs> s- save him. You want to be the one who's like... I can <gasps> fix him. Like and, a little invention. He but can love I, again. And, unfortunately, I am not his daughter. <laughs> um, More on that later. But I think um. I will give it... To Kira because um, she hasn't won yet, and she there wasn't a lot of competition in this movie. <laughs> this is a, a very uh, like you know as you might expect for a, a film targeted at children. This is not a particularly like sexually raw film. No. Like. So the sugar plum fairy can um, plum my depths. <laughs> 
You can. I feel like you could have used sugar in there. Like well, that would have been. Well, I thought about. Sugar, I thought like... about sugar cum fairy, and I thought it was too it's much. much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, I'll go next. Well, my one is is split asunder, um, like uh, some of these uh, crazy Harlequin clowns, where they split asunder. Because half of mine goes to Kira. But that first half, she was deeply unattractive to me. Like, very, very annoying and obnoxious, as Cass was saying. Mm. But when a certain twist happens, oh, and she true. and that she gets true. a little When she more... becomes evil. Yeah, when she becomes evil. <laughs> so we did movie in a minute already. They know what happens. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's true. Where it's revealed that she is putting on this act, and, uh, and that she has uh, malicious plans. Then she just slinks about and is really um, rolling in her oats. Um, <laughs> rolling in her as they say, just feeling her oats. as they say. Yeah. No, not just feeling. She's rolling. She's rolling around um, in those oats. Yeah. Uh, so that's one half of it. She was. She was really serving. I really enjoyed that. Uh, and then the other half is the first half of uh, Mother Ginger, um, where. And it's Helen Mirren who plays that. And, like, she, you know, a very beautiful woman. Um, she looks very creepy in this film. I'm not yeah. sure she, that. She looks, she looks <laughs> creepy, but... I don't know if she's peak hotness. Yeah, she's not, she's peak not peak Helen. hotness, but I think her outfit is very, like, cool and very, like... Like um like 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 bi energy like like it's 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 like strange yeah. like I, queer vibes. I that do I really think like. if any of the four like regents fuck, it is Mother Ginger out of the yeah. four of them. Yeah, she yeah. so she just had like a a cool cool vibe that I liked, which was totally dissipated when she like became her realm and she got in some gaudy Queen Elizabeth the first bullshit. But not even iconic, just bad, like knockoff cosplay shit. Um and that that totally killed the vibe the vibe for me. Um so yeah, I, I like um coquettish when they're bad and nice um uh underdog goodness. You have to pick one. I picked one. I had two. Oh I'll give it to Kira then in her second half. Great. Um, yeah, so, again, there was a point about two-thirds of the way through this film where I suddenly remembered that we were going to have to be asked this question. I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, Do you remember the iconic spirit sound? <laughs> yes, like, luckily we realised it pre-spirit <laughs> moment. Um, but I was going to say, I, I was definitely on board with Matthew McFadden for me. Is mm-hmm. it, how do you, is that how you say McFadden. How do you say his surname? It's Fadian? I say McFadden. We should really look it up. We should look it up because, he's you know, we, on we stand. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I feel like, yeah, he just, he's really selling mm. some, you know, everybody mm. has terrible lines in this film because it's a very badly written film. But mm. I think he was really just pouring his heart into it. And like that mm. sort of like, that soft, like grieving father sort of vibes. You're like, oh, I want to comfort you. Yeah. Um, but then... The credits start to roll. Oh my god, I forgot. And and we think the film's over. I forgot. And then suddenly, Misty Copeland, who is uh, a very famous ballet dancer who had been featured earlier in like a ballet sequence. And she is also hot. She's dancing, she's beautiful. And then there's this man just comes out of nowhere. We don't know who this dancer is. It's just this shirtless Shirtless? guy in his like dance belt situation. It was a surprise torso. Who just like pops in torso first and just has this beautiful pas de deux with her. And all just And and all of us were like, woo! Who is this? What? Um, so, so unnamed dancer, it actually for me is my MVP of the film. Yeah. Um, he you was, know, he, he was credits he only, but he, he was, swooped it was in iconic. At the end. He swooped it and oh, clutched that that's crown. That's true. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, it's not here. <laughs> it's, it's, 
<laughs> well, I forgot it's all about it. unnamed dancer. Because yeah. the impact? The impact of the it. The impact of it all. All of yeah. us. Again, like, we tell you these that, that, that you know, you, you, it might sound like we're exaggerating later on the podcast, but we do all just sit up in our chairs and go, <laughs> make these noises if together. You, yeah, and if you've watched the whole of that film and then suddenly that little delight, like... See, yeah, this is really why you should come to impact. the pod and watch a movie with us because <laughs> yeah because you're gonna have a great time yeah. yeah you're missing half of the experience honestly like one day we'll set up a patreon we'll do commentary tracks <laughs> yeah. us watching the film um, um cool so there's no clear winner there it's it's yeah. split yeah, that's how it usually split. is for yeah. mvp but yeah. it's a personal choice personal conviction yeah well um yeah one thing that i wanted to highlight with kira um uh is and we have been requested uh, by uh, this person uh, loving this film, or at least this moment. Is this person? Yeah. Uh, well, name the sex. He he's yeah. one of the sex. That's I was gonna say. That's my shtick. Yeah. Um, is uh, Kira's hello boys, um, which we uh, used to open uh, this, and I guess that starts off my. My bottle um, is Kira, like, when she finally kind of pulls the, the gloves off, which Cass saw coming, Matt and I did not see. I'm amazed. No, I'm not. sitting here being like, okay, so Kira's obviously the bad guy, right? And both of them are like, oh, do you think so? And I'm like, Gu- guys, <laughs> why would she be walking around going, oh, it's me, the sugar plum fairy, if she wasn't secretly going to be evil? <laughs> like... Well, she's introduced at the start. I with... thought she was being nice. <laughs> she's... <laughs> She's like, in her first scene, we meet. She's, she's a sugar plum fairy. She's oh, supposed to be. Yeah, and she's and she's doing this like trio routine with Richard E. Grant as like king of snowflakes, uh, not king, like yeah, regent, ruler, 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 yeah. whatever. Lord of snowflakes, whatever. Um, and then ruler of uh, flowers, flowers. Yeah, um, some other guy. You hear both of both of these yeah. guys very very underused. Very like, nothing. And I nothing just, to do. I don't know. I just got tricked into thinking. Oh, well, so did I. Kira's like just doing that, and that sucks for her. Like yeah. I just thought she, she was like she's a mum now, so she's making this for a kid. Yeah. <laughs> her agent really shouldn't have pushed this one oh. forward. And then when she does the turn. And oh, well, yeah. oh, and it was iconic. Cass did not see, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> but hello, boys, mm. was was yeah. was a turn. Yeah, and like all of her deliveries after that, she like it's not clear if she's putting on that voice because sometimes no, she I doesn't. Think it's just that's, that's just Sugar Plum Fairy's voice. And I then, think. but then sometimes she's like, but "Get I, over there and fucking I, I, die." She yeah, doesn't. Verbatim. Like There's no verbatim. swears. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> but I do. I do. Just, you're allowed one swear in this, and it was yeah, a weirdly, real. They used a big one. Yeah, I do like that. Um, you could read it as she's just putting it on, or not. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she <laughs> maybe. is. But then I there were, there the, were later scenes that, where she was still a, It's a Laura Sunbridge style character, yeah. you know, where she's very sickly sweet, well, and that's why you know that she's evil. Well, mm. I, I just thought she was being nice. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I, I, think, I think you're judging her a little yeah. bit too much. She could have been just nice. Yeah. She just happened I, to be evil. I lapped it up. No, it was a fun performance from Kira. I, I like something it's, different. It's a bit different than what we've seen yeah. before, definitely. Very different, yeah. Because um, we, I mean, we'll talk, we'll talk about it later, but there yeah. was someone who was giving quintessential Kira. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In this film. Um, kind yeah. of a flavor, maybe mm. the budget version. I did like, feel that Kira was doing a Helena Bonham Carter throughout this. Like, it yeah, felt like yeah, this was sure. a Helena Bonham Carter role, and then she wasn't around, so they got Kira Knightley to do it instead. Yeah, well, it feels a little like. Bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you're, you need that second need... half for that penny to drop, because yeah. I yeah. was like, this is a colossal mistake, I Kira, also don't, in that first half. Don't 
think I would buy Helena as the sugar plum fairy. Yeah. Because she needs to be pretty and like, you well, know, she's blah, blah, pretty, blah. but, but yeah. she's, she's a different kind different of vibe. Different type of pretty. vibe, yeah. Um, but it was definitely a Helena Bottom Carter style of performance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was well, well, you know, Helena did do the period pieces early in her career. It's, but, you know. Maybe this is Kira's new lane. We're all, like, we're all just if, taking a turn with the musical cheers of your of niche. Imagine was, if Kira becomes the new Helena Bonham Carter style type act. Like that would have well turn. See it. it felt camp, you know. It was. I yeah. was thinking, could her friend Carrie Mulligan do this? And I don't think no. I, no. Yeah. I think Carrie can do it. Well, like Carrie could, she do, could it. do it, but I feel like it would be. But it feels more right that it's Kira. I think it is yeah. more right that yeah. it's Kira. Yeah. I think Kira has more camp appeal than mm. because of the chin, because of the peer, because yeah. of the peer pieces. That's mm. like really feminine things. It's just the chin is not f- necessarily feminine, but it adds the camp value. <laughs> but that's yeah. the, the way that she emotes in yeah. this is that sort of very like yeah. I think uh, I think with Carrie nice chin feels very feminine. I think Carrie hasn't cross the realm of you know potential um queer icon yet until mm. last year's promising young woman which yeah. showed some promise into her queer iconicity mm. yeah like she's just prestige that's what she is she gives <laughs> prestige whereas kira gives that maybe not as prestige as carrie but there's something about her being a period peace queen that is mm. just like so that's you know there's an image and it, and it felt right that like yeah her and um What's this first, uh, the first name, Foy? What's the first name? Mackenzie. Mackenzie. What's this first name? What's this Foy, chat? What is this first name, Foy? Claire? That she, that, that you know, Kira's obviously had this huge kind of period uh, yeah. career, and now she is trying to put put to death uh, to, to <laughs> this main hero, that she wants it to be yes. done and be rid of. And it's nice there's scenes together that there is that kind of reflection because... Yeah. Um, Mackenzie is really She's really doing Akira. Yes. Yeah. Mackenzie is Clara yeah. and she is doing Akira. Yeah, yeah. you may have seen Mackenzie as uh, the young Renesmee from the Twilight <laughs> films. Um all that. grown up as she was in that film very creepily. Um, um this time she's you know, she's grown by actual age as opposed to via CGI. CGI. <laughs> um and she's I think she was yeah, like she's about seventeen, I think, when they were filming this, but she's playing a little bit younger. And we'd love to tell you um, that a grown adult is not in love with her this time around but, but um, uh, um, I don't know about we'll that see. we'll see yeah. we'll talk about it in a bit um, um, she's also very good on Interstellar which is a previous oh, yeah, previous uh, mm. pod favourite I love Interstellar yeah. yeah so she's featured here no before. matter what Johnny Crawford says <laughs> <laughs> love you Johnny <laughs> how many yeah. how many so we've had Matthew come back a lot Kira a lot we've got Mackenzie have we had any Helens or Morgans before? Well, no, but they have famously worked together in Red yeah. and Red Everyone's Two. Everyone's favorite film, Red <laughs> yeah. and Red yeah. Two. And I guess we haven't highlighted. Yeah, so there's a reunion there. This is another reunion between Matthew McFadden and Kieran Knightley. Yeah, huge. Yeah, have we and, highlighted? Well, we the have. thing is, oh. we they did not share scenes in this one. I know. Yeah, they yeah. did not. They don't and, interact. The closest was like that thing where they went into like the the little like time clock thing. yeah, yeah. <laughs> time. That, I, I enjoyed that scene a lot so that was a nice scene it was sort yeah. of showing like how the, the sort of magical realms connect to the real world it's still not very clear really yeah. but they show try to show uh, little Clara that time works differently in the real in the realms world so she doesn't have to worry about getting back home like yeah. really fast she stands on a clock um, so yeah they sort of took, they go into the back of the workings of the clock that's inside the, the Drosselmeyer mansion and then they sort of come round it like they are 
um, I guess like in a cuckoo clock type thing mm. where the little mechanical figures would come out. They sort yeah. of go through that and they sort of watch all everybody who's moving around in extreme slow motion at, at the house because time moves much faster in the Nutcracker Kingdom than it does yeah. back at home. So again, interstellar. It's, you know, like every, mm. every step yeah. it's seven years there back in yeah. Um But yeah, so... Which is quite, yeah, in terms of, like, the implications, it's quite stressful if you think, like, that the mother was a child the last time that she went to the Nutcracker yeah. realms. Yeah. And <laughs> they've just been waiting, they've just been waiting for, like, centuries in Nutcracker <laughs> time. Like, that's... It makes sense why Kara got yeah. <laughs> driven mad. No wonder she went mad. <laughs> yeah. um, that's crazy. Yeah, so and- the whole sort of backstory, we didn't really make clear, but so the, the whole thing is that the mother invented this life ray, I guess you could call it. It's, yeah. like, a, it's like a giant microscope. Mm. And so all the characters in the Nutcracker world are apparently like toys and things mm. which she brought to life with the ray. And so they all worship yeah. uh, Clara's mother and as also, a god. Also, <laughs> just like Morgan Freeman just has the portal to the Yeah, he just has realm. a portal to the magic realm in his house. There's, it's like there's no logic. <laughs> there's no, there's no logic made. here. At all. Yeah. And the, the more they explain it, the worse it is. Yeah. If it was just there's a portal here and it's a magical yeah. world, that, that would probably be less confusing I than the, the fact po- that it's like we've got the science of the life ray and I it has to use the portal these was going to be the egg but it was not no the egg was used for a different thing the egg was egg. different so yes there's a, an egg such gift. a MacGuffin yeah. um, Clara at the very beginning of the film she receives a present which her, her past her dear departed mother left her which is a little egg type thing that needs a key to open <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah it's like a Fabergé egg yeah, kind, kind of. of. Yeah. Like, like no. a mechanical egg. It's yeah. just a mechanical egg. Yeah, no. Fabergé egg, I think, is specifically made by Fabergé. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, like, it, it's a beautiful it's egg. It's a nice well, egg. Well, it was a fab egg. <laughs> fab. It fab. That egg was fab. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, and so she has to find this, what's it called, a pin? Um, like a key. Just a key. Just a key. Just a fancy key. And so she goes in. A Fabergé key. (laughs) Fab key. Uh, And so she unlocks it eventually. This big journey to get this fucking key. And and then it's just a music box. And both her and the the Nutcracker are like. We've not discussed. Yeah, we'll get to him. Oh, he's not in this section. He's not in the the bottom part of the film. I'm like, what is this? A music box? And then. Uh, and then she's like and she's oh. mad she's like mother said everything I needed would be inside but this is just a music box and what does she do and, she, and, and, she like closes it angrily yeah. audience your guess is as good as ours about what <laughs> it actually means We're I'm racking my so brain lost. <gasps> what is the answer about I thought it was going to be inside the yeah. egg yeah it must be <laughs> Then a couple of scenes. But also, later. we're just like, what's the question? Like, she's been. <laughs> what is the question? Like, yeah, she's just like everything I needed what day is about day? what. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when she turns, what she does, she opens the music box again, and then she turns it, and it turns out there's a bloody mirror on the other and side. And she's like, ah, oh, everything I ever needed was is me. Inside me all. It's myself. Yeah. Which reader uh, is camp. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or something. Uh, what do we feel about Mackenzie's performance in this I, film? She, she, I did not care for her. Like, I, I mean, she was fine. I think she was I feel fine. Like it's the absolute she was, fine. She was giving me yes. fine. She was giving me like Felicia realness. Like she was just um, <laughs> there. Think, she was there. She, she wasn't bad. You know. Yeah. She, I mean, I liked her English accent knowing that she's American. Yeah, good accent most, work. Most Americans who do English accents are uh, much worse than this. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I thought she was related to Claire, uh, but she's not. Um, I guess. And I also just kept uh, comparing her to different 
brunette. Yeah, yeah it was like, like, there, was a, there was a point where she looked a lot like Lord. I don't know I was if like, it was she's just because she had Lord. a low ponytail. <laughs> and I was like, was she's a... giving Thomas and Mackenzie. <laughs> I think, like, in these kind of films, you need performances that can really root you and make you believe. Like, I want to believe. That's that we're all feeling that X-Files vibe. Um, and I was really impressed that, even though it's not a particularly interesting character, that she was emoting quite strongly and that I was relatively held by it it's not a particularly showy or interesting or dynamic performance but like if you think about performances that are out and out bad um in this film which we'll talk about in a bit like performances where like line deliveries and emotiveness just isn't coming through like i mean i probably prefer it's a different character obviously but i prefer her um performance to mia work I was just gonna Ella. say. Oh, that. I agree. But Mia Wasikowska is just like, gonna say that's one of the worst performances. Mia Wasik- I was gonna say, say like, it's not as bad as me. Like to me, she is the definition of best production design. You're just sitting there she's... watching the paint dry. Yeah, on the exactly. She's wearing. Yeah. It's like <laughs> to me. Oh. I was like, I was gonna say it's not Mia, but also. It's not Sersha. No. You know if Sersha got this role, she would be like <laughs> emoting and she'd be like giving Totally, everything. but it would be a terrible mistake that she'd oh, she, she oh, yeah. she would not. She wouldn't she take would it. Not. She would never she take this And I would never wish this but upon her. But she did take on the host, so she I, has done that's some That's true. Yeah. And I would like to see her and Kira in a movie again. Make yeah. it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Make it happen. You were saying you wondered uh, how Kira thinks about Saoirse now. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. Saoirse did, picked up co- the costume queen mantle, and guess what? She succeeded. Yeah. Th- two more Oscar nominations than Kira, mm. and beloved by more generations than before. Yeah. Yeah, Brooklyn. I think Kira needed a ladybird in her filmography. She yeah. needed something. She needs something that's a little bit more. It's just like a little bit of a twist. Yeah. Away from her. She got still too stuck in that niche. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, she needs that promising young woman now, right? Now, yeah. That similar yeah. thing. She needs something that feels... Like modern. Modern. Not, yeah. I was going to say younger, but she's like 30. I don't think... Yeah, yeah no, like but modern, modern, yeah. I feel like it's just she needs to be playing complicated, modern, contemporary Exactly. Women. Do we have what do we any think? other good performances to talk yeah, about? Yeah, I was going to say... Um, I feel like Helen's pretty good in this. Yeah, Helen gave c- Helen, conviction. Yeah, she can she can like sell each of these lines, which are generally bad lines. And yeah. my, um, my favorite performance of the film is Matthew. Matthew's great. He just, was giving. I just yeah. we've, I feel like I've just watched more Matthew McFadden in the last year than I have in the rest of my life. And we stand. Honestly, stand. Like he's yeah. just so, so good. good, and he's, he's different so in everything. Like he always has different energy. And he's associated with period films like here. He's obviously done a ton of them together, but it's not solely bound but by that's it. Succession the thing. is such yeah. a but, real gift. For no, him. but that's the thing. Like you know, he's not bound to that because he has Succession. Kira yeah. needs something modern she needs like a that. Succession. Like, a succession. succession. Yeah. Hey, if you went to TV, I'd be all for it. Like <coughs> TV's a fun place to go nowadays yeah there's yeah. great stuff on television yeah mm. well one other thing that i'd like to point out is i like the i like the inventions aspect i like the production design i generally. really like the production yeah. design, design is well. good it's... it gives me kind of like anna karenina light a little bit it's like... very much it's very theme parky in a lot of ways like yeah. it's big and candy colored and things but that's fun you know it's yeah, at the, and yeah. the fact they've sort of gone for a little bit of a steampunky kind of like a lot of clockwork elements yeah. there's some little gaslit yeah. things it and... starts off with a rube goldberg machine that yeah. clara and fritz have made in an attic <laughs> and I was, which is kind of cute so it's just I like a, a ruby goldberg yeah it's yeah. um it's, it's quite that's quite different i think from 
Rube Goldberg is like different from like clockwork and stuff. I, no, I don't I know it's different, but like well, the first... It's same, different, I think, but it's kind of like, um, you know, showing the same sort of mechanical mind. And I sure. think it's trying to show, set her up as this character that's really good at inventions yeah. and understands how to, her machinery works and how she can, she can yeah. cog up machines. And... If you want like a deep dive on this shit, go check out Hugo um, by Martin Scorsese. Cause oh, similar, right. yeah, similar yeah. vibe. That right. stuff yeah. is oh, God. immaculate. I don't like... Um, I like Hugo. I just I was gonna say I don't like what's her face in that Chloe Grace Moretz. Oh, she's yeah. just too she's much. She's a divisive figure. Yeah. She's just too much. And there is uh, <laughs> uh, too much CGI in this film. No. Um, our friends, uh, multiple people, Cassandra, including myself. And um, we, I was just ah, I don't know how we're gonna do a chin rating for this film because it's an animated film. I told to said to James the other day, and he was like, like, "No, it's not." It's, and I was like, not. "How am I? Why am I thinking yeah. it's animated?" And then on friend the way the home pod. last night, friend of the pod, Patrick Barnes, was like, "Oh, you're doing an animated film? That's weird." And I was like, "No, apparently it's not." Yeah. So I don't know why multiple people have, have thought that this is an animated. Well, film. it just gives off that vibe. Yeah. How you start the film is very um, Polar Express. We're following this. Yeah, uh, it this starts owl. with this. You've got this owl flying through London, and for for some reason, London. Why are Clara and Fritz Stuhlbaum and Herr Drosselmeier living in London? No reason. Hey, I'm just so Chaos, annoyed by I think by you're this. attacking the rights of immigrants. Here. <laughs> I mean, they're allowed to live wherever they want. But it's just, why just transplant oh this story to England for no reason? Anyway, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, but either way, there's this, there's this owl shot of an owl flying over all of the, the streets of the Victorian era. Yeah. And it, it's done in a CGI-ish way that just looks very CGI. And it's kind of like you're looking at it thinking that it's going to be a sort of stylized 3D animation mm. Polar Express type thing the whole way. And then it's, yeah. it's live action. And I guess um, the Sugar Plum f- Fairies, uh, Minions, the Toy Soldiers are They animated. are animated. Yeah. Um, um, she's got animated wings. The wings look quite bad. They look $2 shop. <laughs> $2 shop. Sue. Yeah. Just stuck them on. Impinging on their... Wait, the $2 shop is gone now, right? The Pretty official much. one. A but lot of I don't know if... Yeah, the $2 shop yeah. as a brand As a concept. Well, because there but... was the official $2 shop. But now, where... yeah, there's just... There are then... $2 shops. Exactly. Well, I changed to the 2 and $5 shop. And you're like, and okay, you're like, the whole okay. point is it's $2. I might cut this bit. It sounds like... Leave it in! <laughs> Leave it in a double it. Leave it in a double it, Two dollars, five dollars, seven dollars. The big two dollar is Daiso, anyway. Yeah, exactly, Daiso supremacy, okay? Um, um, Daiso would sell better wings than this. Uh, well, was well, it sounds like we're getting to our bananas. Yeah, we well, are I, in the bananas I, world I, I now, want I to say um, the rats oh. gave me a... Well, not... You know, if I was a kid, I'd be terrified of the rats. They are so very they, scary. They, I think you'll find them mice. The, ma- the mice. The All right, mice. I'm sorry. They did their job at being terrifying. Very so, scary. Um, in yeah. the ballet, as mentioned, there is a mouse king. The mouse king is just an actor dressed in a mouse suit with uh, a crown on. And we do um, get those. And we do get those. And they were a, dope as there's well. A, there's a ballet section where they sort of show a bit of nutcracker, basically, yeah. in this film. Basically just appease the ballet nerds who are mad. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, Instead of that, the Mouse King that is in this film is a full... I guess I don't know what the collective noun for mice oh, is. Like, a, a, well, the, a flock of mice. Yeah, so like a group of oh. mice. Just um, just like... Um, 
they're forming this yeah, like they're kind of working figure. in this hive mind situation yeah. where they're working together to create the limbs and it's like, like run on it, top of each other. Yeah. Shambling, this, yeah, yeah, mice. It's, like it's, big smoke mice. it's like if you see Sandman from Spider Man, he's made of sand, but instead of being made of sand, it's mice. He's made of mice. Yeah. Uh, Terrifying, terrifying. Max is basically hiding behind a cushion. It's very effective. Well, they engulf people. They engulf Mackenzie Foy at one point, and she's being carried, and it's just like this thriving mass. Fuck, it was cool. And guess what? They weren't evil in the end. They turned out to be good, which I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't think you can come back from that. That's the thing as well. So I was like, Helen Mian turns out to be good in the end. Why the fuck was she so scary? Why is she like. You, Clara Stuhlbaum. Well, she's hanging out in this massive mechanical version of herself that she, like, when she picks up Clara, she picks her up and shoves it in the big machine's skirt. Like, you're like, what is this evil creature? She has, like, these, like, clown figures that, like, all dance yeah, and spin like in her a, face. I can't remember what they call it, like, Russian doll style where they open up yeah. and there's, yeah. there's... And you know what? I hated inside. them. Yep. They gave me James Corden. Very scary. They I sort of surround. Like they surround. Them. They dance aggressively in a way that's very James Corden in the rat yeah. suit humping the car. Oh, yeah. like, oh no! I just, I just, oh, I, yeah, I just saw it again in my mind's eye. It's the pelvic thrust. It was, yeah, and then you no. see because he wasn't wearing underwear, you could see it like <laughs> fling, and you're like. <laughs> That's why you have to wear a dance belt. Uh, uh, what's, anyway. what's worse, man? There's the, the mice king, like, thriving about. Hey, they were good. Okay. They were good in the or end. James Corden's cock. <laughs> <laughs> lifting in front of this poor, unsuspecting uh, bystander. Oh, hit and run. Hit and run. That's hit and run vibes right there. Uh, um, also, not a good or bad thing, because he was just there. I do appreciate the cost, like, whoever was in charge of the look, that they gave Morgan Freeman the Frederick Douglass. Like, it was yeah. very strong. Yeah, yeah, he showed resemblance. It's a real, it's a real just there, though. Like, yeah, he was just there. Literally <laughs> there for the paycheck. At yeah. least Kira spiced it up. At least Helen was giving... Talking of... So <laughs> Helen and Matthew, they're trying their best yeah. to sell those lines. Morgan Helen was, was just, like, hello. Helen was not trying with a fight choreo. Yes, that's true. Her fight choreography was very like, oh, fighting in this, is there? Was <laughs> like, me, me and James just cracked up when she fully missed a kick, but they showed it like it was they successful. They animated it to look like there was... It just yeah. felt like they didn't have time for some fight choreo, so no, they just... No, she looked you know. like yeah. he, she was losing her footing, but... Um, I'd like to just quickly shout out things where the not good, not bad, or like they had both sides is the the costumes of this piece, in particular the the hat of of this yeah. piece. Yeah, quite fun. Yeah, huge, very yeah. big hat. There was there was yeah the one costume which I thought was quite chic was a military costume with a skirt. Yeah, so mm. it was like a it a, looked good a on military Clara. jacket, but with like a big sort of full red yeah. circle skirt and this very very large almost cheap. triangular looking yeah. uh, and hat. And then she put on the hat and I was like too big, but. but it's camp. But it was kind of giving. It was like leading the marching band. And also, kind of with know. with the shots of just like the top half in the hat is kind of giving me fetish vibes, like a little bit. <laughs> I don't. I don't get those. Do you not see those fetish hats? Where like it's like. I'll show you I, some pictures. I don't know which ones you're referring to. That okay, are, that are, that are triangular shape. Anyway, like, yeah. definitely that shape. I'll okay, show you, you show pictures. show us later. But one of the, the, the flip side of these hats is that uh, uh, for our Nutcracker, it obscured a lot of his face. We couldn't yeah, see Yeah, we couldn't it. fall in love so, with him. Um, yeah. I mean, we're talking bananas now, so we can... Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I just no will one. say one thing about the hat situation yeah. before we move on to Mr. Nut. Yeah. Um, uh, 
Richard E. Grant, who again uh, was he even in this film? Why well, was his, he here? Anyway. His like <laughs> headpiece, yeah. his icicles were were like you know just like a fringe over his eyes, kind of like, like great across his face. face. It was like show they, us your face. I'd like to keep it on, please. It was like they were embarrassed that he was there. <laughs> yeah. They just he was just like let's I'll, I yeah I'll just like yeah or he cover was my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was like an emo fringe, but with icicles. Yeah, yeah. it was which in theory is cool but not yeah. if I want to see your face. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, essentially about the titular role, um, the Nutcracker himself. Um, is Talking of Lady Bird. Actual name is you know Captain he's, Philip. He's um, kind of... <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Cal. I'm yeah. Captain now. I'm the Captain now. Uh, anyway. um, and he, this is a guy, his name is Jaden Fawara Knight, and his previous, single previous acting credit on IMDb before this film was Boy Playing Tennis in Ready Player One. Hey, but he worked with Spielberg. Yeah, so, I mean. <laughs> I, we just sort of go, like, how did this guy get this role? Like, I can't find anything online that's like, oh, there was a great search for him. Or, like, oh, he'd done no. a lot of theatre work. Or he had, like, a big music career. I'm not sure what his deal was, how he got and this role. Look, stars could be born having no credits. Yeah, but the, yeah. the reason but why we search... Because he's not good in it. <laughs> he's, he was not. He was not good. He's very stiff, and I mean, I know and you what, are playing a wooden toy, so maybe that was an acting Well, that's choice. the thing, he wasn't even giving, like, boring or anything. He wasn't giving it was... stiff. Like, all of his line deliveries were flabby and, like, uninspired. L- l- lack conviction. Yeah. Lack knowing the character's motivation. Sort of like, ah, like, oh, come over here. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's like, it's like be... that actor in the show who's not your best actor, but maybe not your, like, close to your worst, but not the absolute not mess. Worst, but you're not just the like, mess. okay, I guess this <laughs> yeah. is fine, but yeah. it's like, of all of the actors, this is the one that you put, and they're really not helped by, like, it, the, the, his, he's got a little hat with a little brim, yeah. and he's got a fairly dark complexion, this mm. actor. And they oh, just that's did not right. know how to light him. So, so the, 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 we're feeling like maybe we might have preferred this, bef- like liked this performance better if we could see his facial expression yeah, at any point yeah. through it. The makeup is wackadoo. The makeup as well. is wack up. So he's got like this sort of gold reflection like on the top of his lip. His lip. Mm. He's got a weird moustache. Yeah. And I get um, it. He's got the red cheeks as well, which I get is like part of the Nutcracker yeah, look. Did he have red cheeks? He did. Yeah, he had, like red blush. Sort of put him some rouge on his cheek. Uh, but I'm like, it doesn't it compliment his face. Yeah, it didn't read because you can't see it because of this the complexion yeah. that he's got like they just again we just they just don't know how to like they don't know black how to like actors. black people yeah and it's ex- like yeah that plus the hat shadow it just meant that his eyes are not you can't really see them for most of the film and, <laughs> and we so that it, really yeah. means you can't connect with this character yeah. at all and it's like a basic tenet of these films everything should look beautiful and lush like kira looks nice and you know like the mm. the world I, looks nice. i did love yeah. every time kira's dress bounced like up and down like the, sort of the, these the, rows yeah. of little flowers that go like <laughs> Yeah, it's good. And we had Morgan Freeman serving. Uh, who was it? The um, Frederick Douglass Douglas 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 with his um, his um, eye patch. Yeah. Oh, he did hair. have an eye patch. Yeah. yeah again, this is. Uh, you mentioned earlier. I don't think we talked about this, but this is a um, colorblind um, Support, cast. Yeah, I guess it's a colorblind cast, but it's a very much a colorblind, not a color conscious cast. Yeah, 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 exactly. In which you've got yeah, you've got black actors playing. Drosselmeyer, the um, the Godfather, and the, the Nutcracker, <laughs> but then everybody else seems to be white. Yeah, well, I mean, we didn't even talk about the famous Emmy nominee Nick Muhammad. <laughs> oh yes, in the, the role of short, short butler, butler, who I don't think had. Did any, any lines? Like, but he was uh, credited. He, he was credited in there, I guess. There... So maybe he probably had more lines they cut from the, the film. Cut... 
Now that's um, racist. I just that's don't know if he was uh, big, uh, big enough. No, but he had like shows on. He's like an English oh, right. comic yeah. slash actor. Like he could have been the other person in the, you know, yeah. the, who was the other guy with Jack Whitehall? I don't know who the fuck that was. That could have yeah. been Nick Muhammad. Yeah. Anyway, it just seems because like they've decided to go with, okay, but all the members of our central family will be white. Mm. All of like you know, the sugar plum fairy. Yeah. I mean, but yeah. But our nutcracker is black. Uh, our nutcracker is black and the, the godfather. But then like of, when the, there's a whole lot of crowd scenes and things like that and they yeah. haven't like gone for like multiracial casting yeah, of the they crowd were. scenes they did. did they yeah there, there were some indian kids in the in the in the big okay screen. but not enough but yeah that, it, it still wasn't... felt like it was sort of like yeah. they tried I, I was it looking, but it hadn't I, really committed i was looking out for it but yeah it's it a bit was... half-assed and, i think and yeah one of the the kind of rulers of the um the four realm of uh, the three realms or whatever is i think uh latino as well yeah oh yeah, yeah. the guy that we didn't know yeah, yeah. Again, um, like one of, one of your four and one of the two that doesn't really get exactly. anything to do. Yeah, <laughs> you know, make Fritz. Asian but yeah, it's or just like, like yeah. Did you go with go with a, an actual radical like yeah? Cast yeah, choices. and it's you know what the ra- use all the celebs. <laughs> and also, there. I feel like not to. This is the person you pick as the nutcracker. <laughs> this is the thing. It's like there's lots of good actors <laughs> yeah. have gotten. It's just such a strange, and it's not like he was famous already. Yeah. So it would be like a you know, and it's he not was, like he. I, I, so I'm, strange. He must what a be weird choice. A talented person, otherwise, but yeah, he, he must was have done a good audition, or his bad. Like, maybe he's got parents involved in the film. <laughs> he was bad. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Every line delivery. Was we like... were just like, where? Yeah, he's done two other things since. Um, yeah. So you know, I don't know. I don't know if his but career goes were, so well. Yeah, they were notable things yeah they're like as in some straight to streaming disney things yeah. oh okay that's even more embarrassing yeah. <laughs> than just like guest star on like no the, it's like bill or something it was like a <laughs> mickey mouse television like program. He was, he's in mowgli which um... he's not in mowgli he's in a director video sequel of mowgli oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that was uh, devastating yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I also hated the fuck out of Jack Whitehall in the. Which one was he? He was just the Harlequins, the 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 dumb guards that. Oh, the two guards. Them. Oh, I no. hated them. I hated them. They yeah. could, could have used none of them. Uh, why were they there? Yeah. Death to all of them. It's <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know this thing where they just like let. Maybe it's letting actors improvise or something like I that. I don't know. Yeah, which sometimes can turn up fine, but it's like this kind of it's happens in like cats when um rebel wilson kind of does it where oh. it's just like well they're funny just let them be funny and it's like no give them like they need a give character cut it out if it's not funny yeah like, it's like this is the best you got okay like, well you yeah you can allow them to improvise just don't get it to the final yeah. film if it doesn't yeah, work yeah. Like, on the cutting room floor you don't need those characters at all yeah. like they contribute nothing to the plot um, yeah uh just... Yeah, I feel like we should sort of just talk more specifically about why the script is bad because, like, oh my the script god. is bad. I think we can all agree. Like, it's just yeah, yeah. Oh my god, my favorite thing about the script, uh, the the construction of the adjective construction noun. Clever girl, a classic. Clever Jurassic girl. Park reference. Clever Godfather. Filthy mouse. Horrid mouse. <laughs> <laughs> So it's just like, these are just exclamations people say. You know how you just would say horrid mouse to yourself? Yeah. And um, there were many. There were, there were, there were gadgets and gizmos of plenty. <laughs> um, wow. Uh, Who's it of... and what's it's called? Okay. No, yeah. I was, I was, 
uh, initially uh, amazed by the writers, but actually it's just crediting E.T. Hoffman um, from the original story. It's Ashley Powell who wrote it, who did... But you were amazed by the writers? No, 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 sorry. I just looking it up on IMDb and it looked like a ton, but it was just like, E.T. Hoffman, because of the credit of Earth. This yeah, is... So E.T. Hoffman, for, as a side note, the ballet, The Nutcracker, is also based off a short yeah. story by E.T. Hoffman, which has got no plot relevance to either very little to the ballet <laughs> and not at all to this film. <laughs> this looks like Ashley Powell's only writing credit. How did you get this film? I, like, See, Ashley and Jaden. Jaden and Ashley Jayden are besties, and, and they decided to do this film together. Yeah. I don't know. Teach us your scamming Who gave ways. Me this? Like, like, I'm impressed. Let's do a Hollywood movie. What is a what? What's a what's a IP that we could revive and make a movie of? That's yeah. not necessarily good. I know. I know. Well, this another really <laughs> weird thing. Tubbies comes into it. Yeah. <laughs> the directors of this movie, which is quite rare, unless people are like siblings. Is <laughs> I don't know if that's the case, rule. But the yes. rule of <laughs> the culture. Rule of well, a yeah. lot of the time, you though. can't be two directors unless you're siblings. siblings. Unless you're related. Um, <laughs> is Joe Johnston who did like Captain America and some of the Jurassic Parks and like pretty renowned like action director, oh, a big blockbuster, the dude. Rocketeer, and then Lars Hallström. Lars Hallström. Um, who well, did, I do know. Yeah. Yeah. Cider House Rules. Dear John. Oscar nominated Lars Hallström. What's Hallstrom. eating Gilbert yeah. Grape? Chocolat. Like. This is a great What are you doing here, Lasse? But also, like, what is this... Like, what is this, this combination? <laughs> like, do you know each other? Like, like, you, okay, were, we they, were they just at a party one time? And they <laughs> were like, like, you know, know I what? love... I love... I fucking love, love the Nutcracker. We should do the Nutcracker. But you do action. But, okay. You do action. And we'll do... And, but it's got... And there'll be four. Yeah, four of them. Four oh, realms. Four realms. Uh, <laughs> okay, what, what? Snow- oh, yeah, there's so many snowflakes out in the world today. And, and the Nutcracker is black. Oh! <gasps> yeah. Um, so I think that's what happened. I think that's canonically what happened. Wow. It could also yeah. potentially be that like maybe one of them was brought on and then somebody else came, but the other one was brought on to fix uh, that's it. Not, that's not know, what happened, yeah. Cass. That, I, think we, I thought we nailed it the yeah. first time. Yeah. They connected. Yeah. They, yeah. they shared a night of passion. Yeah. Yeah. Some, some, really some nuts were cracked. Yeah. Yeah. And does it show in the film? Not at all. <laughs> not at all. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I feel like talking of passion and romance and unintentional romance. Yes. Um, there's oh, some gosh. weird vibes. Oh, One God. of the central conflicts before little Mackenzie Foy runs away into the portal land and then it's, it's resolved at the end is that her father insists that at this party, Louise and Clara are going to dance with him. Mm. Um, at which, like... Yeah, there's just some. Louise firstly looks too happy about this, and then Clara looks like really upset. She doesn't want to dance with her dad, and then he's very insistent at the party. She's like trying to run away, doesn't want to dance with him, and he's like, "Ah, you are. You said you would dance with me," and it's yeah. very odd and kind of very, possessive. Very um, possessive. Very strange. And then after we have all of the action of the central part of the film, uh, we come back. They they're reunited, mm. um, and they have a, a touching you know moment of of acknowledging that he, he you know. His his wife has died her mother has died very they're both nice. sad very nice they share some very clunky dialogue back and forth but they're trying to sell it yeah. um, and then uh, she opens up the, oh, then yeah she opens up the magic uh, the, egg. the music box egg um, and he's like oh this is the song that your mother and I first danced together at our wedding uh, and then they dance together and the filmmaking um, and the filmmaking the is is very the Captain and Maria in Sound of Music and outside of the pavilion and the sexual when, tension yeah, that's is when she, not good that's when she fell in love with the captain yeah. her fanny fluttered and she was like ooh 
Um, so here, yeah, applying this to a father-daughter dance, yeah. uh, not good. It's just a weird, uh, a weird choice. But I also, don't know. it's like also it's like her like burying her face well, into yeah. his, it was, his shoulder. It was very like, like yeah, it was very sensual. Yeah, like see them like <laughs> like looking at each other. Lo- it was weird. It was very weird. Yeah. I don't know why they decided to make this. Like I feel like this is not the actor's faults. I feel like no. this is the scripting. No, trying, <laughs> trying something that did not work. It's so Something that I would expect from like a maybe a fifties film of like oh I dance with your dad I don't know like I dance I, with your dad is fine just the way they yeah, filmed it's the framing it was, of it that made it weird, it was I think. weird. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, um, it's the it's the snuggling into the shirt and the like ah oh, yes like my mo- your mother and I danced to the song long ago at our wedding yeah. <laughs> like framing or well, talk about giving nothing we had one scene with a mother yes <laughs> I was like okay we're like all right it's the one flashback so we're supposed Hi. to love her it's supposed like, to be yeah. the person that's underpinning like yeah. Yeah. this pain yeah um, also I feel bad for uh, Louise who yeah first of all the forgotten sibling <laughs> why is she here as Cass said she was not yeah she I was, mean she. Maybe in the E.T. Hoffman story. Right, I don't know right. that. She's definitely not existing she's, in the ballet. Because <laughs> I was like, she's there to have an English name. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the just London. be like, yes, we're in London. <laughs> yeah. But how rude that, like, when when she returned from, from uh, not Crackerland or wh- yeah. whatever. Um, the Four Realms. The Four Realms. The Four Realms. And, and uh, Clara comes back and then Drosselmeyer was like, your mother was the greatest inventor I ever knew. And she said that her greatest invention was you. And it's like, wow. And I'm like, your sister's Siblings, right. The, you, like... Your brother is right. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? That's fucked clear up. favoritism. I know. <laughs> and like, they just, you know, they just never yeah. get to see the four realms. <laughs> They'll never see the four realms. They're, they're not important like, enough. See, they're not even the Narnia siblings. They're yeah, like, the pe- at least the, all the pe- Pevensies got to go to yeah, Narnia. Exactly. <laughs> it's just Lucy. And like literally even her father favors her because like they yeah. cheer dance and then yeah, the at other the two end, siblings Louise dance together. Louise and Fritz are just like, like, hi, can we? Can we and then there's a dance? shot of like them all in the ball. So we have this outside pavilion thing. Then we show them all dancing again later in the ballroom. And the looks that Louise and Fritz are giving over enviously towards their father is very, was giving us Anna Karenina again. It was giving us the like looking over at Anna and Vronsky dancing the night away. It was oh, uh, yeah. it was it was not the vibe we wanted. <laughs> um, I uh, after that we get like a, a, an ending which we mentioned briefly before of like dancing in a very very exciting kind of credits which you don't usually kind of get and like quite interesting kind of filmmaking as well where like mm. the energy was a lot more kind of vibrant than even the dance within the film and i just really wish that we had something closer to something like fantasia where it is kind of like weirder and odder and like more like yeah i didn't care mm. for the story i <laughs> found her yeah. to be not compelling yeah. and what's his face did not help. I just don't understand. So this is the thing. I mean, I understand why this is a Nutcracker themed film. It's how they got funding. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the IP. like, I feel like the IP does nothing but hamper this film. Like, mm. there's, you know, they clearly they, the story that they're wanting to tell is so so tangentially related to the plotline of the ballet, which is clearly the thing that they're trying to adapt that it's like just break just cut that tether <laughs> like do a yeah. completely different they just do a a fantasy film 
Um, and I guess the reason they can't do that is because the only reason they've got no, no, money no, is because no, 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 it's Nutcracker thing. Like, yeah. But it's like, there just doesn't need to be a Nutcracker film no. that is an action-adventure you know fantasy. Like, I didn't we even don't get, need that. I didn't even get, like, I was expecting to get chills when I heard the Nutcracker songs. But they're not well integrated. No, they're, they're not. They're just kind of in the background. Yeah, they're not featured. Yeah, yeah. you just kind of hear little strains of it. Hmm. And it's like, this should be foregrounding the thing. It should be, like, front and center. I yeah. would have, yeah, I want it to be like, doo-doo-doo-doo-doo. Exactly. And I'm like, yeah. shit up. Yeah. yeah, and then, yeah, you can have, have that song. Yeah. You can have like a, a dumb, like, remixed kind of version. Exactly. I don't care for the credits. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's what I expect from you. And in the end credits, they had this they had Andrea a, Bocelli. A new song that's Andrea Bocelli and his son Matteo doing a duet, which uh, we were just like, okay, this is sweet. Just, it's not connected just, in any way to the film. What a hodgepodge okay. film. Yeah. Uh, I have a few like minor little quotes that I jotted down oh. um, from, they're not all kind of quotes, but there, there was one uh, that uh, Kira said with um, boys with weapons and uniforms send a quiver right through me. Which I thought was was mm, worth scrubbing well down. Delivered. I think everything else. Um, oh, we said that Foy does a decent accent as an American actor. Um, ballet dance with the mice. <laughs> Twist of Kira. That's an order, Captain. Uh, what was that around? Oh yeah, she orders the Nutcracker around to just like follow her. Oh yeah, yeah. This is this was. Um... Clara, Clara, yeah. who was abusing her power, yeah, because everyone yeah. is just like they were treating her as royalty because she's the daughter of their lost queen, yeah, and then she just it really goes to her head. Wow, now that I know this about her mother, I'm just like I don't, I'm not in favor of her. <laughs> she's just like treating all these toys as like yeah. little playthings, yeah, or maybe yeah. I do stand because that is undeniably hot as a power <laughs> move. Um, and finally, the iconic line from Kira. I'm the queen of the castle, and you're the dirty rascal. The second half yes. of it has to be, and you're the dirty rascal. Because that's how she pre- delivered it. It, yeah. was, it suddenly went out of sing-song and yeah. into... Oh, right. I can, it, <laughs> and it went into chin's chance. Yeah, she couldn't <laughs> have delivered no. it. Is it about time for our, for our chinspirations? Oh, chins and outs. Our chins and outs. That's what we're doing. So I'm I'm yeah yeah I'm ready to go for go this ahead. one. Go ahead. I'm gonna put this one. Um, does do you guys, any of you guys need a reminder of our of our scale? Yes, please. Let's All do right. it. Let's do it. So we have a, a five point chin scale here. Five at, points. Five nights of for nightly. the five nights. Um, so it goes all the way from from weak to a a pr- soft. Weak, soft, protruding. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a bit... Oh. <laughs> weak to a chiseled. Is oh, I thought you were... Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, set us up. Number one, yeah, I thought weak, you would... two, soft, Sorry. three, uh, protruding, four, jutting, mm. and five, chiseled. Mm. Um, I feel like, for me, this is somewhere on the protruding, jutting kind mm. of like... There were some big chin moments in mm. here. Big chin uh, Particularly in that second half. And I think mm. we were really worried at the first half, like, you know, before uh, Sugar Plum Fairy like had her... Chin. Yeah, well, she wasn't, she, her she wasn't chin forward. She wasn't being like, chin forward. She was and we were like, like, oh, no. Oh, plucky. But when she started ordering those boys around uh, and you, that the chin oh. started being, being used as mm. a cudgel, Mm. Um, I think this might be my first, my, my, it's my first jutting, I think. Oh. Like four out of five. Oh. It was, there was some big chin moments in here. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's where I'm going to, I'm going to keep it. I think I'm going to be conservative mm-hmm. and, uh, say protruding. Yeah. Because there were some moments. There were definitely some protrusions. Yeah, there were some protrusions, but I don't know. 
I wasn't quite feeling the fantasy as much as other iconic moments we've had with mm. a chin mm. um, in this series. So it's smack dab in the middle for me, protruding number three. Yeah, so I'm like a um, uh, like a, a soft uh, uh, jutting rising, or like it's it's like too like tidy. soft or jutting as you was protruding in the middle of those. <laughs> oh well, it's like I'm I'm trying to recall um, you know what the uh, what what they uh, the uh, the, uh, the 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 horoscope. the star signs the horoscope yeah. things where it's like too tied in with each other and I'm I'm losing the the verbage yeah. but um but I think it's a jetting for me like that shit came out uh, it's like a it's it's like a hill you yeah. know it's like I I it just rose um and and uh, yeah. and it it, it she she delivered the lines and it delivered the goods. Yeah, I think it definitely you know she employed very, uh, the chin very smartly in this movie mm. yeah. where she held back. Yeah, it and then she was a like, good like reveal. It was yeah. a third act twist to to see that that chin come to the fore. Yeah, mm. I um, it was one of the more entertaining parts where she revealed that she was the villain and yeah. she. I did then, not see it coming. Both of you two. I was, and it was that great she to possessed watch a chin. You know, she she pulled it out. <laughs> Oh. So I think that's about us. So we're about ready to move, ready to move to Bag and Biff. Bag or Biff. Yeah. Yeah, it's a biff. Anything, anything else? Biff. Biff. It's a biff. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. uh, should we elaborate on it? I mean, I don't know. I, I feel think like we you did. We got it, guys. Did. Like, it's not a good film. There's good moments. Are there? The rats. The mash. It's the barely mash. a moment. Yeah. It's like visually. There's some good designs in here. It... There is some good visual design. Um, yeah. I think Kira should not be embarrassed by the performance that she gave. I think she does perfectly well. Yeah, in she's her fine. Role. Yeah. I just don't think I've that never it's seen a good Kira... idea. Yeah, I've never seen Kira as a villain before. Um, oh no, I haven't. I. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, I was know, just say, like wary of spoilers. I was, or... No, it's just like, is Anna a villain? She's not. No. Love her. <laughs> yeah. um, and so that was new kind of territory, and I think she played it really well. Oh, she gets kind of a villain in Never Let Me Go. That's what I was going to say, but I feel like she's, she's kind like, of mm, not really yeah, a villain. Yeah. She's a... And she is a villain yeah. in Love, actually, because she didn't actually <laughs> bow down to the signs. And No, kid, uh, I'm kidding. Um, um, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I just I'm like, why did you have to do the Nutcracker like this? It's just my question. Yeah. Like, yeah. look, I think we made the film more interesting than it was. I I was laughing more at us than the film. I think I just, yeah. yeah, we were funny. This we were good. Yeah. It was kind of boring. <laughs> like, it's not a very interesting film. It's just it's kind of pretty wallpaper. Mm. Yeah, good wallpaper in this movie though. Good wallpaper. There oh, was a, good wallpaper. Uh, a big scary hallway and drop my. <laughs> it was. House. I'm not even uh, like being shady. It was, it was with really big, good. Big owls was like, on it, and then as you walked through, the owls slowly morphed into rats. It was, it was like great. giving me Twin Peaks Red Lodge. Okay. It was like so can I? Yeah, totally. But can I say one thing? On maybe like... maybe Mia Wasikowska will lose Best Production Design to this <laughs> wallpaper. Okay, because but, this was giving more than her performance so, in Alice. Yeah. But we. Where the fuck was Hedwig? Am I right? I know where the that fuck owl was that. Was dead it was, owl. We talked about the the intro to London Owl, and then the owl just came back. Yeah, well, again. well, Morgan Freeman asked the owl to look up, look, keep an eye out for Selena. Now keep an eye out for Clara, <laughs> and um. The owl interpreted that of like, okay, I'm gonna fly around. Yeah, I will. I will do nothing. No, well, the thing is, she will keep an eye out. 
but then do nothing else. Yeah. Or, that's, that's it. Or, like, yeah. just zoom in onto the owl's eye, and yeah. then Morgan's there, like, ah, uh, yes, like, looking through it or whatever. But it just, uh, it just hung out. Yeah. Anyways, good wallpaper. Yeah. Beautiful wallpaper. Yeah, that was a time. <laughs> um, and if you want a time, you can follow us on Mixed Bag Pod, Mixed Bag Podcast, or Mixed Bag, uh, yeah, on those, on our social media platforms, and contact us at mixedbagcontact at gmail.com. We arrive on our final five nights of Nightly next time, um, and we want you to sound off in the comments or on social media, what you think it is. Because we think this is like a crowning... It's not the crowning jewel. She's got a lot. But it is a a seminal piece of Kira art. Um, uh, which, I don't know. I haven't actually seen I haven't before. seen it either. No, yes. I don't think any of us have seen. So I, I, I have know. seen. Oh. Um, and oh. I can say it, it delivers in, in some regards. Oh. <laughs> That's so, so like, cagey. Okay. All right. Well, I'm so looking forward that, to that. You've got you to gotta tune in, don't you? Yeah. Um, but for now. That's a wrap. You like those flicks? Come get your fix in a podcast called Mixed Bag.